0: The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business.
1: Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on The Email Marketing Show, we're talking about something that we call compound curiosity.
0: Mm, very excited to dig into this. Just before we do though, we've got something really cool for you and totally free. You see, we know that you wanna make more sales from your email marketing. That's why you're here and listening to this, but you can't make sales if no one is clicking on the links that you put in your emails. And that's why we've put together a report with 12 really creative ways to kind of dress them up and get more clicks from every email you send, from the very next email you send. You could literally use this within minutes of downloading the report. It's called Click Tricks, and it's really cool. It's yours free as a listener. Just head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash tricks. Love it.
1: He ate more food on my birthday weekend than he'd ever eaten in a weekend before. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple.
0: And he likes being in different places, but doesn't enjoy traveling. It's psychological mind reader, Kennedy.
1: Yes, the weekend of the 2nd and 3rd of July 2020 will go down in history as the the weekend that we just ate and ate more stuff.
0: That was good food though, wasn't it?
1: I mean, what did we we scoff? I know we had a lovely Turkish meal.
0: Yeah, and then we had a massive Sunday roast and I went for the super Sunday roast at this restaurant because you get four types of meat and an extra Yorkshire pudding.
1: Wow, we ate and it was good. The next day, I was ill though, just dike fooded. Love it.
0: It's an interesting, interesting thing, this, isn't it? Actually, I've never thought about it this way. But we like we talk to people a lot, and we say things like, "Oh, because you, you you value travel travel quite highly, don't you?" And they say, "Yes." And you and you say, "So do I." But actually, you don't. You value visiting nice places, but you yes. don't like the getting there bit.
1: Exactly. I just find it boring. I find it stressful having to make sure you've got everything in your case. I think just having done it a lot, like I worked on cruise ships flying on and off week in, week out um, for, I think, five years. So I've done a lot of it i've done a lot of it and um yeah it just gets to that point when you go i'm just sick of the fact that it's so disorganized no one really knows what they're doing it's like they've never done it before it, it, it was just a nightmare with these airlines and stuff and losing stuff and yeah it's just and it's boring like it's just really boring being in the places though ah oh, like i tell you now if las vegas wasn't 11 hour flight away i would be there every weekend i flip and love it yes I love, I love it hello We are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who give course creators, coaches and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology driven email marketing. I mean, the email marketing hero of your business. That means you get to make more sales more predictably in less time with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday and If you're brand new to our world, hello, welcome. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to make sure you don't miss out on an episode of the show because we do this every single week. It's totally free, but it's easy to miss one because, you know, life's busy. Hit subscribe on your podcast player.
0: In fact, snap snap a quick screenshot or a selfie of you listening to this episode. Share it on social media. Tag us at Robin Kennedy on Instagram or Twitter. We'd love to see which episodes you are listening to and getting value from. So go ahead and do that now.
1: For every dollar you spend on email marketing, you're supposed to see at least a $36 return. But that's really hard to do if you're scratching your head wondering how to use all of these advanced email marketing features. Introducing Selzy, a tool where you don't have to squint your eyes and give yourself a migraine to get started with 24-7 support for when you do need a hand. Selzy, well, it's spelled S-E-L-Z-Y or that's a S-E-L-Z-Y if you're not from around here. You'll be able to launch your first campaign in just 15 minutes. Create emails, and automations super easily and you can call for backup 24-7 from Selzy's amazing support team. Selzy are sponsoring this episode of the Email Marketing Show. So if you want to give it a shot, how about this? For just $49, you can have a lifetime account of Selzy with unlimited emails, automation, segmentation and some advanced analytics if you really do like to get your geek on. Basically all for the price of around 10 lattes. You can grab this bonkers deal by clicking the link in the episode description or going to emailmarketingheroes.com slash SELZY. That's S-E-L-Z-Y, emailmarketingheroes.com slash SELZY. By supporting our sponsors, remember, you're also supporting the show. Yeah, sponsors! Woo-hoo. Thank you, sponsors, for helping us produce this show for free for you every single week. So, curiosity is one of the most important things you can use while getting people to open emails and click the emails uh, click the links in your emails without curiosity no one's going to do that because they're not curious enough to find out more or to see if they can get the best price or see what it is so curiosity is the emotion that we use to get clicks and to get opens that's the pretty much the only emotion that's going to that's going to do it
0: Yeah, and it sits in two places for that reason. It sits in your subject lines to drive people to be open and be pre-framed to click. That is important. One of the things we want to do is we always want to make sure that we are using something to... Get, directly get the next action but also inspire the potential action that's next. So your subject lines you want to drive people to open and be pre-framed to click and find out what's going on and your body copy of your emails is to drive people to click that's the direct action but also kind of be pre-framed to buy going forward and so that's why we use curiosity a lot. I would say we probably use it in 80 or 90 percent of our subject lines. I would guess and the specific type of curiosity we're going to talk about in a minute is something we use in maybe half of that half of those i would guess something like that haven't measured it haven't tracked it full disclosure i'm just guessing but i would guess it's probably somewhere around that sort of that sort of mark right
1: so curiosity the way that most people do it is things like i've got a video for you with and then the benefit the top 3 ways to do this i've got a like if it was in your body copy that's how it would be here's a video i've made a video about This thing is gonna help you too. Great, ooh, what are those things? What are the three things? Compound curiosity is more like this. In this video, you'll learn, benefit, and wait until you see what Kennedy is wearing at two minutes, 22 seconds. What you've got here is you've got one piece of curiosity added on top of another piece of curiosity so it's i'm going to benefit from this which is great and we've talked about i think it was last week we talked about not always using benefits in your subject lines for example but benefits are important in copy in the body copy what's going to do for them but then multiply it compound that curiosity compound that benefit with some additional curiosity right now look You don't always have to use this, like Rob said. Like everything, you can definitely overuse it, right? So let's give you some examples of normal curiosity. So normal curiosity would be things like, you're doing it wrong. People are going, oh, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What is it? What am I doing wrong? That's normal curiosity. Another normal curiosity is the summer of 2002. Oh, what happened in 2002? What happened in the summer of 2002? Okay, so that's normal curiosity. You'll be like, I'm familiar with that. Let's look at some compound curiosity and then have a conversation around what it all means. Compound curiosity would be something like arguing with a guru. Real subject line that we sent out. Why is that compound curiosity? Well, who's the guru? That's what I want to know. And arguing. What are you arguing about? Did you win? Did they win? Where did you argue? There's a a compound of lots of pieces of curiosity going on there. Another piece of compound curiosity. Lessons from the milkman. Right? Another real subject line we really sent out. But what are these lessons? What did I learn? What are the lessons about? Will they help me? And from the milkman, what can I possibly learn from the milkman?
0: So let's look at how we do this because it really, really is a powerful thing and it's subtle. So if we read out those four subject lines again, you're doing it wrong, the summer of 2002, both normal curiosity, and then arguing with a guru and lessons from the milkman both compound curiosity. On the surface, they might not sound all that different. You might think, really, Where's the, where is it? So as we've just said, it's because there's basically two elements. So here's how you do it. You wanna have two elements of curiosity in the subject line or in the, in the copy that you're writing. And usually, these are gonna be who and what, or what and how. In other words, you're looking for two different questioning words to write into your subject lines. So it's gonna be what happened, and how that came about. So for example, um, I got lessons from the milkman. You wanna know how did, how did you get those lessons from the milkman and are they you know are they relevant to me? And the other one is, again, who, so the, the milkman or the guru ha- uh, did something and what happened. So what you're looking for is, again, just to create two different levels of what who, what, who, why, where, and how. And what that does is it subconsciously gets under the skin of your subscribers to want to know more more desperately than they would if it was just a single curiosity thing.
1: And the key to making compound curiosity really work is by having the two different questioning words. So you couldn't. it's not going to be as effective if you've got two who's, right? right.
0: If it was the milkman and the cowboy...
1: It doesn't add anything, because it's like, okay, what did I learn from a milkman and a cowboy? That's two who's. Whereas if it's, um, if it's a what and a who, or a when and a who, or a why and a who, or a how and a who... If you put two different questions, you end up, they end up multiplying each other rather than just adding to each other. If it was two who's, the milkman and the, and, and the, and the, yeah, if, if the slip line was the milkman and the cowboy, you'd be like, Right, what did they do together? That's only one question in people's minds. What you want is multiple questions going off in people's minds, which makes it a much... It physically takes up more space in their mind, and they have to go and find out what's going on that to make any sense of this.
0: You can also do this just by slight reframings of words, too. So one of the subject lines that I sent out over the lockdown period was... Um, what's in this box and the, the word this was in capital letters. And that's an interesting way of using this too because basically people want to know, I don't know, what is in the box but they also want to know what box Is there a picture of the box in the email? Are you going to tell me about the box? How do I know what the box is? There's like a double curiosity there as well. So there are a few different ways of implementing this. The simple one is to put two questioning words into it, like a who and a what or a what and a how. And then the other way of doing it as you get sort of further on with this is just look for more things. So we always, as you know, we usually pull the story, the subject line that we're going to use from the story that we tell in the email. And so then what you want to do is you want to go back through and say, how much detail can I remove from this story to strip it down to like three, four, five, six words, which is going to be a subject line, say. And then how can I use that to create more than one question in people's minds at the same time? And this is just a practice thing. The more you do it, the faster you'll get. And, and it becomes a very natural state once you've done it for a while. Again, it sounds quite complicated. It really isn't. You just want to go through and, and you just want to find different options opportunities to inject a question into somebody's mind with it
1: and with all of this you end up with more people opening your emails you end up with more people clicking the links in your emails because there isn't just the one simple curious thing driving them to do it and the reason this works so well is because different people are curious about different things Right, so go try out some curi- some compound curiosity, not just your regular commoner garden curiosity and use this pretty advanced technique.
0: Yeah, if you want to check out our full kind of approach to creating great subject lines that actually don't just get opens and clicks, but they actually drive the sales as well, using stuff like this, if you want to create really psychologically impactful subject lines, but do it in a way that becomes very fluent for you, it becomes very natural for you, it doesn't require a lot of effort, and it doesn't rely on you resorting to dusty old formulas. You'll notice we don't give you subject line formulas in our subject line of the week, which we're going to come to in a second. We tell you what the subject lines are and then what the psychology behind creating those subject lines is. Um, So if you want to grab that, it's on our full course called Subject Lines That Drive Sales. It's actually included in your membership of the league. So go to theleaguemembership.com if you're not a member already. If you are, you can just log in and check it out uh, and start using it. Subject Lines That Drive Sales. Go to theleaguemembership.com.
1: And because we're really meta today, we're now going to this week's... Subject subject Line of the the Week. week.
0: Subject Line of of the the
1: week. Week. Come on then
0: and uh this one is also got some compound curiosity to it it's my dirt and here's how short this can be it's three words my dirty tactics people want to know what are the tactics and why are they dirty so again it's got this sort of inbuilt double curiosity to it this compound curiosity why
1: yeah Yeah.
0: my dirty tactics what are the tactics and why are they considered dirty
1: that's this week's subject
0: line of the week subject line of the
1: week Oh, an express episode of the email marketing show for you this week. Keeping it nice and tight, rather than loads of waffle at the beginning. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. We really appreciate listening to the whole thing. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. And if you would, since it's short and you've got a bit of extra time because usually it's another five minutes, go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. We're back next week. We'll see you then.